0: it's b back from square one regulated life is still upside down and as i've been experimenting through conventional and unconventional mental health i'm reporting back this time with good news ready to rock drop and roll <laughs> so don't get burnt the divorce the jail the affairs and my attempt to swing i mean sing our lives will always be on fire so why not raise the real race and break the matrix maybe this is how it starts as we unfuck ourselves Let's find a way out. They don't care about you, so stop giving a fuck about them. The content of this podcast is for general purposes only, and it's not intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any condition or disease or substitute for medical advice. Always seek the advice of your physician, mental health professional, or any other qualified medical health provider with any questions you may have regarding your medical condition or treatment before starting or discontinuing treatment. If you or someone you know is experiencing suicidal thoughts or a crisis, please reach out immediately to the Suicide Prevention Line at 800-273-8255.
1: My name is Carla Fernandez. I am a transformational life and spirituality coach. And I essentially work with individuals who are looking for more out of life. They maybe encountered a major sort of shock, or have had a breakdown in their life, or they're dealing with burnout, um, and they know that they uh, are ultimately wanting more out of their life, but they're not sure where to begin since they're dealing with, um, you know, all these emotions and all these um, belief systems that are in place that are, that are sort of holding them back. And so, I work with individuals again that are, are looking to make these big changes in their life. Um, And I help them uh, to heal from past traumas, past emotions. Um, I help them to reconnect back to themselves because I think that is one of the things that we are uh, lacking and missing in our society today is a true connection with our higher self. And then help them to realign to their divine purpose, help them to manifest their Uh, dreams and bring all of their desires and intentions to light.
0: That's wonderful. So tell me what got you started in this path. What's your personal story?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Happy to share that. Um, I mean, certainly the reason why I do the work that I'm doing today is as a result of my own healing journey. And so about seven, eight years ago, I um, was dealing with major burnout. And so I, you know, I wasn't sleeping properly, I was dealing with high levels of stress, um, really bad anxiety that was turning into panic attacks, Um, and that had been going on for years, like I had, I guess it accumulated probably for about 10 years prior to this point. Uh, but at this point, sort of, it, it came to what I call my breaking point, where everything just sort of became overwhelming, it was too much to bear, and I just couldn't continue on in life the way I was, uh, the way my life was, was sort of going for me. And so it all kind of, my life just kind of came crashing down, where um, everything that I had built for myself, like my career, uh, the home, everything that you know, the relationships, I just had to kind of put a hold and a pause on everything. And in some cases, even walk away from um, my former career and walk away from some of my uh, other relationships that I had in my life at the time, just because I realized that uh, they were no longer uh, really aligning with the person that I was or the person that I was becoming. I knew that I had all this sort of, um, emotions that had been built up, these traumas that I hadn't processed from you know, my childhood and from all of the life experiences that I had encountered leading up to this point. And I really just needed, again, everything was just so overwhelming that I needed to take a break from my life in reality. And at that point, again, because it had accumulated for so long that I was so desperate to find a solution for my problem that I was trying just about anything. And again, in those first few years, when these symptoms started to show up, I um, was going to traditional sort of Western medicine doctors, and I wasn't really getting any results or really getting anywhere. And so, you know, at this point, you know, I'm in the middle of my breakdown and I'm so desperate to find some sort of a solution for, you know, things that I was going through yeah. that I, again, I was willing to try anything. And so um, I was in the middle of a meditation online. Uh, it was an online meditation and I received a download that I needed to look into something called Reiki. And at the time I didn't know what Reiki was. And so when I was in the middle of the meditation, I was like, okay, I gotta remember what that is so that when I come out of my meditation, I can do my research and figure out what what is this thing that I've, I'm being called to look into. And that was really the start of what I consider my healing journey because from that moment on, um, it, you know, it sort of just opened up the pathways for all different types of other healing modalities that I started to learn about, that started to come sort of into my uh, world. And the more that I sort of leaned into it and trusted that this uh, this path was more in alignment with who I am as an individual, the more I started to be guided down the right paths that, you know, provided me with... Uh, certain tools and modalities that helped me process my trauma, helped me, um, you know, uh, really get my energy right, really balance my emotions, really start to understand that, you know, we are multifaceted beings with our mind, our body, our physical well-being and our emotional well-being, and that all of these things come together and work in perfect harmony. And so from that point on, when I just started you know, going deeper and deeper into this uh, journey, I realized that there are so many individuals that are struggling with uh, similar things that I've struggled with in the past. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of this information that's out there is just not available and we're not taught um, in school a lot of the things that I think we should be taught in school. Um, And so I I just found this big calling to start working with other people who were struggling with some of the similar issues that um, I've been dealing with or have dealt with in the past. And um, ultimately, I just wanted to show them that there is a better way for us to sort of process and deal with the challenges that we face um, here, at, you know, when we come into this world to have this, this experience. Um, and there's, as I said, better ways to navigate it, and how can we find those ways and uh, use the tools that are available to us so that we can process those experiences, uh, not hold any attachment to whatever the results are of those experiences, but to also allow those experiences to teach us and to help us connect deeper with who we are at the core of ourselves. So that can guide us as we move forward in, in life and we start to, you know, manifest and, and bring about the things that we're here to create.
0: Thank you. You put it so beautifully and see, it sounds perfect, right? As I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) It's, it's perfect when you have that roadmap, when you know, like once in hindsight, when you can look back and know, okay, this is what I've had to do to finally get here. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, it makes, it makes it seem so much easier, but uh, there is a process to get there. And, um, you know, just, From my own experience and what I've learned, it can be a simple process. Um, It's up to us to decide how easy we make this journey or how complicated we make this journey. Absolutely.
0: So how did Carla heal her inner child?
1: Through a lot of subconscious reprogramming. Um, I did a lot of inner child healing work uh, through some of the techniques and modalities that I now use uh, when working with my clients. Um, Some things called uh, timeline therapy or time techniques. Okay. Where essentially we travel to an earlier point in our life, whether it's our childhood or um, I, I'm a big believer that uh, we, we live multiple lives and we come back here as a soul to have different experiences. And a lot of those times we bring with us um, traumas and emotions and um, the experiences that we've had in those past lives, we carry them with us into new lives. And sometimes we need to go to different places timelines or different points on our timeline to actually heal some of these emotions that we carry with us or heal some of the belief systems that we hold in place about ourselves or about the world around us. And so uh, using timeline therapy really allowed me to sort of travel back to those different points, crucial points in my timeline that created you know, significant imprints in who I you know, am living in this physical life, and so by by sort of revisiting or going back into those periods and observing it from um, sort of a higher perspective or from a different perspective, it it gives you the ability to find the lessons and find. Um, you know, the opportunity in those experiences so that uh, you can learn from it and actually disconnect and heal from it all the way through time back until the present moment. And so a lot of the things that I was uh, working on and healing from just in my own life and whether it's been this, this current life or previous lives has been this belief system around not feeling worthy or not feeling good enough. And as I've done a lot of this deep inner work, I've sort of been able to get insights from different timelines that have shown me that the, the big lesson for me to learn is my worthiness and is how to love myself. And that has been sort of repeating over and over, over the last few, I guess, lifetimes that I've lived. And, you know, by sort of using that knowledge and that information and applying some techniques that I've learned along the way to help shift energy, to help reprogram my mindset. Um, I've actually been able to work through and started to build more of self-love and uh, increase my my worthiness.
0: How did you Uh, come across the idea of reincarnation the fact that we live multiple lives and that this leads into a potential um
1: childhood trauma okay to be honest with you i think um a it's been just through my own sort of journey and experience that i've been shown different forms of myself but in different time periods and in different timelines. um I've done a lot of hypnosis. So just by being in that sort of hypnotic, very calm, trans-like state, we're actually able to tap in and access some information that is stored deep in our subconscious mind. And through being guided with you know, other practitioners, um, I've actually been able to tap into some of those uh, different lives and been able to access some information that has come from those lives. Um, and then more recently, I would say just, I mean, in terms of knowing what I needed to work on, uh, from this current life, you know, certainly I, I grew up in a, a very traumatic household. And so I knew that there was things that I had to process from my childhood that I needed to look at. Um, but I think, you know, I had tried therapy for a few years and for me, that just didn't work because I it seemed like every time I was going in for a session, I was repeating and re-traumatizing myself just by uh, retelling the story and reliving the story. Mm-hmm. Whereas once I found the time techniques and some of the other modalities that uh, I use with my clients now... What I realized is that um, I wasn't having to relive the experience every time. I was simply able to observe what was what what I had experienced as a child, or what I had experienced in pre- previous lives, um, and, and be able to just find the lesson and and the opportunity for growth through that experience, rather than living in it and re. Uh, allowing the emotions of the experience to activate my nervous system in the present moment. Um, And that's why I love time techniques so much is that you can actually release and heal yourself from some of these experiences and these emotions, like release the um, heavy weight of the emotions that are tied to the experiences without having to relive the experience itself or without having to, you know, be so closely attached to whatever the story is, that we activate our our emotions in the present moment.
0: And you mentioned hypnosis. Um, How important or how much of your progress and growth has been generated from experiencing and doing hypnosis?
1: I would say significant. Uh, a significant part of the progress has been tied to hypnosis. Um, I personally do the timeline techniques uh, with my clients in through the form of hip- hypnosis, and uh, a lot of again anything that I do for my clients, um, I've used myself as a guinea pig. As a guinea pig, so I've tried it on myself. I know that it's something that works. And then I will try it, obviously, on my clients. Um, but certainly, hypnosis has been a big contributor to my healing process, and um, just helping to reprogram that subconscious mind. Because at the end of the day, the the mind needs repetition in order to start to form a new belief system. And so, if what what's happened to us is that we've been provided um, repeated messages that have been reinforcing these belief systems that we have about ourselves, like, for example, not feeling worthy enough or not feeling good enough or not feeling pretty enough because of of how society has held certain standards up for us that we have to meet. But with hypnosis, what we can do is consciously choose what messages are being reprogrammed into our, our subconscious mind. And so if, we're, if we know that we are dealing with uh, lack of confidence or lack of self-love and all of those issues, then we can actually seek out um, a way of reprogramming our m- deep subconscious mind to start believing that we are worthy and start believing that we are good enough. And over time, having that repeated message um, eventually will lead the subconscious mind to believing it as it is in reality. And so you just form a closer attachment to that belief system. And over time, it compounds. And then you'll start to see that, you know, your life starts to change when you change that belief system.
0: So let me tell you a little bit of my experience and the things that I've experienced um, through hypnosis. I I managed to tap into my inner child. I finally had found the common denominator that had been... Um, attacking my life or the one lingering thing for me. And so I did address it during hypnosis. And I think I was able to really pour out everything that I've been holding on for many, many years. But it felt sort of as if at the end of the session, I felt bare. I felt very bare with my emotions. I felt like I had unbottled them and I didn't know how to really address that, bareness um and so unfortunately I did bring those out I did address them but I didn't know what to do with those new emotions and it was just very and incredibly difficult for me to just walk around with my normal life feeling all these um thoughts and emotions from when I was a child and so it took a couple of weeks to really feel a bit normal back again and Mm -hmm. um I went again for a second session to address other issues, and I felt the same way. It wasn't as charged as the first time, but I still feel that while I wish I could still nurture and really empower that inner child of mine, I feel like those emotions associated with that inner child are very difficult to manage. And so what would be your take on that?
1: how to navigate those uh inner child emotions yes yeah so certainly doing a lot of journaling um that will help process the emotions um i think you know depending on what's showing up for the individual what's coming up you can use certain tools like uh eft that can help us in the moment shift what we're believing, what we're thinking, and actually shift our energy and our state of being in the moment. So if we're having a hard time processing it, and we need to move past it, then we can use something like the uh, EFT or tapping. EFT stands for emotional freedom technique. And it's a tapping uh, technique where you tap on certain um, acupressure points uh, throughout the body. And it helps to start to break down uh, uh, any blockages that we have in our energy field, and starts to move and shift any uh, energy or emotions, emotional blocks that we're feeling. So, you know, and this is why it's important to when you're dealing with heavy emotions and a lot of trauma, it's important to work with someone who um, has a the experience or you know the the, the practical um, knowledge or tools or techniques that can help guide you through something like that um, <clears throat> because as the emotions come to the surface it is important to find ways to release them and to process them because keeping them stuck and bottled up in the body uh, will eventually lead to having different, ailments, diseases, conditions, and I mean, the list can go on and on and on. We all know the typical big ones cancer, Alzheimer's, MS. Like, there's a variety of different health conditions that can result from us holding on and storing um, these emotions or these uh, belief systems that are negative and holding us back. Um, So, Naturally, things are going to start to come to the surface when you when you decide to venture on this journey of doing the deep inner healing work. Um, but it's it's equipping yourself with the right tools to help you move past it once the emotions do come to the surface, um, and having you know regular practices in place that can keep your mindset and your energy and your emotions balanced so that you have less days where you're dipping into those lower, heavier emotions that might, you know, get you to reflect back on past child uh, traumas and things of that nature.
0: Thank you. And yeah, definitely. I I think I, I have been working with somebody that has been incredibly compassionate and a lot of the her dialogue had been, you know, this is in the past. Um, everybody within your um, circle has also been on survival mode. And, and so forgiveness is also part of the process. And I said, I've done all that. Unfortunately, it's just more like I, I come here and then I go home with bags of emotions that I don't know what to do with that I didn't have in the right. past. But I think your advice is wonderful. It's really how to navigate and sort of soften those experiences because I'm okay with, with my past. I, I've embraced it. I've cashed on mm-hmm. it, if you want to say. It's just that really opening up that inner child is very emotional for me. It's, it's, it's almost mm-hmm. uh, a bit much. And so I sort of like, all right, go back in the closet <laughs> for right now because this is, you're too much. Um, but gradually I soften those and we become, um, we we can coexist to a certain extent or anything. I'm not denying her or anything
1: like mm-hmm. that. It's more of like,
0: all right, little Veronica, you know your time's up for today. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's the other thing. I mean, when we venture on this journey, we have to do this in steps, right? Mm -hmm. We have to really uh, listen to what's showing up for us. And if we're being asked to take a pause or slow down on our process, then we need to, we need to honor that because if we go too quickly before we're actually able to handle uh, some of the, the things that are going to come to the surface, then we're just going to create more damage in the long term. Right? Absolutely. And like you said, you want to keep that dialogue open with that little girl, that inner child and allow her to come to you when she's ready to deal with the next thing and just be there with open arms, ready to embrace, ready to, you know, guide her and go along the journey with her to do the healing. But the idea is that we sort of peel back each layer, one piece at a time. And as we get comfortable doing that deeper inner work, and then over time, it just becomes sort of second nature for us.
0: That's wonderful. Thank you so much for your advice. I will definitely take it into consideration and apply it. One, One more question. So I am curious, how have you experienced meditation and Reiki? I know from the very beginning, those were the two modalities that showed up very early on that helped you achieve the level of um, spirituality that you now enjoy. Um, what are those for you? And how did you benefit and experience from those
1: modalities? Uh, so Reiki really was the start for me that, as I said, opened up uh, my world into, into the spirituality world. Like, I grew up, you know, um, having a spiritual practice, I was Religious, I would say, you know, I grew up in a Catholic home, had, you know, went to church, had sort of a belief system in place. But um, Reiki really helped me to see um, sort of my religion as much more and helped me dive into it in a form of spirituality rather than just kind of I go to church, I listen to a priest, and that's it, right? So Uh, reiki helped me to understand that connection between the mind the body the heart and the soul and how uh, unless they come together and and work in in perfect harmony like a note then our life is going to be sort of out of alignment and for me what what reiki has done is it's helped me find much more stillness and groundedness in my life. So when I feel like things are, I mean, I have a regular practice where I shower myself with Reiki energy healing, which is just a, a form of tapping into Uh, the source into the universe and tapping into sort of the light and the life force that we are all connected to um, through the universe and just allowing and taking in sort of kind of bathing in that uh, beautiful, loving energy and loving light. And so, you know, on a regular basis, I use that as a form of keeping me protected and keeping me grounded. Um, I'm an empath. So I really um, take on and absorb a lot of people's feelings, emotions, and whatever pain they're going through. And so Reiki for me has really helped me sort of distinguish the difference between my energy and someone else's energy. And as much as I know that I'm here to sort of help people navigate, um, you know, being a light, uh, a light, sort of a light worker. Um, I I understand that I'm going to attract and draw in people who are looking for more light and who need more light in their life. Mm-hmm. But I also need to find a way to protect myself. That's something that you were talking about earlier in terms of, you know, um, all these emotions that sort of come to the surface, you want to find a way to protect yourself. Reiki has allowed me to um, sort of, blanket myself and cover myself with this beautiful, incredible life force energy as a way to protect myself, but also to use that light to give to others when they need it. And with the meditation, um, meditation was very difficult for me at first and still is sometimes Mm -hmm. just depending on what might be going on in my life. Um, You know, if I have a very super active mind, then meditation might be more challenging for me to sort of quiet the mind. But typically I use uh, guided meditations to help me stay more focused and, um, you know, clear away all the thoughts and allow me to focus on whatever the individual that's guiding me through the meditation is instructing me to do, whether it's some sort of visualization technique or breathing technique. Or simply just using breath as a way to get, excuse me, into that meditative state. But focusing on the breath um, has been pivotal for me because it allows me, again, to not focus on the thoughts that are coming to the surface, but rather keeping my attention on the breath.
0: Yeah, I also have difficulties Um, with meditation. And definitely, um, it's a challenge, at least for myself, because I am still on the very early stages of this process and journey uh, to quiet the mind. But it has done wonderful Mm -hmm. things for me uh, when I do remember to meditate. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so have you experienced or work with other uh, modalities besides Reiki and um, time therapy? And then I also meditation, of course, as well.
1: Yes, I have quite a few different modalities that, um, that I use with my clients. I, um, so you mentioned the Reiki, um, there's something called, uh, TRE, uh, tension, trauma release exercise, and that's a somatic body-based practice. Um, kind of like using a little bit of exercise and using the body as a way to release stress, tension, trauma, because again, we, we store those those emotions or we trap those emotions in the body. And what happens is over time, if it's not processed, again, it can lead to the diseases that we talked a little bit about earlier. Um, so TRE is a great way to, again, release trauma without having to talk about the trauma. And that's one of... The most beautiful things i love about that technique and it's often used with um individuals who you know are veterans or who are first line response uh first line responders um, whether it's police officers or firefighters like people who deal with sort of trauma traumatic events in their in their day-to-day life um, and just need a way to sort of process it without having to really sit and focus and talk about the experience. Um, I do coaching. Uh, I'm an NLP practitioner so I help individuals really uh, get a deeper understanding of the conscious and the subconscious mind um, as well as teach them different tools or practices that can help them shift the way they're thinking about things and reprogram the subconscious. Um, I also use hypnotherapy, as you know, we talked about earlier, um, as a form of, you know, helping my clients tap into the deeper inner knowings that we all have within us. Um, and then there's something called beyond quantum healing, which is a practice where it it, it ultimately depends, it's a very much a spiritual practice. Um, and what shows up for individuals will vary and can be very different but some clients will have an experience where they may travel to past lives they may travel to different dimensions they may travel to a future timeline Um, and again the intention is really to access information that is going to help us um move forward, um, heal from trauma, or, you know, release any stuck energy um, so that we can propel our life forward in the current life. Uh, the other thing with that modality is that we have an opportunity to have a conversation with our higher self. And so essentially what happens is the client comes in prepared with questions that um, they may have, questions, life-pondering questions, whatever that may be, you know, um, things related to their relationship, their work, their family, their career, whatever it is, these deep questions that we each have about our own life that we're seeking guidance on and we're seeking some sort of direction on. So typically, individuals would come with those questions prepared that they want answers on. And we would then have a conversation with their higher self to get that information. And again, It's all designed to be able to provide the answers for the individual that they need in that moment so that they can then start to take the steps forward or create the changes that they are seeking in their life.
0: Thank you so much for that explanation. And so who is Carla now? You know, what are you on to? I hear you have a new podcast. Tell me all about your projects, please.
1: Yes, yes. So um, now what I do is I, um, I run a three-month coaching program, uh, as well as a, um, I have a community where um, every month we come together and we do a variety of different sort of techniques and, and tools that I teach, whether it's the EFT tapping, the TRE exercise to help release the trauma, Um, We come together sort of in a mastermind setting where, again, we're building a community so of of like minded people who um, are dealing with similar challenges and are there to support each other. Um, As you mentioned, uh, I just released my podcast. So Uh, That just aired this week, which is very exciting. Um, I already have, yay! Um, I already have a number of episodes that are uh, sort of lined up to be released over the next couple of weeks, so that's very exciting. Follow me on social media, and you can sort of stay in tune with all the different projects that I have on. Great! And
0: so, give us a preview. What is the name of your podcast? What is the name of your website? How can we find you on social media?
1: Yeah, so the podcast is called Awaken with Carla, Mm -hmm. and it's on uh, pretty much most of your typical podcast streaming platforms, you know, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, and there's a few others, um, like iHeartRadio and a couple of other platforms. And then um, there's also video that's available on YouTube, as well as Rumble, Um, My website is called Awaken Harmony, and my social media handles for Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook are Awaken Harmony with the number eight. Uh, And that number represents, the number eight represents the infinity sign, which is, again, all about um, bringing back to harmony and perfect balance.
0: So, Carla, one last question. What would you tell your inner child right now? Hmm.
1: That she is loved and that she is worthy of everything that she dreams of.
0: Absolutely. I empower her as well. Oh, thank you. That's it, folks. Maybe this is how it starts for you, I, and anyone else in our journey. Hope you like this content. Please follow, download, and share. Hope you had a great one. See you next time.